Hi guys, it's Olivia and welcome or welcome back to the safe space of Heavenly Feminine. Did you know that your skin becomes alive while you sleep? Or do you know the top four most basic and simple products you can use to see the best results in your skin? Well, if you don't know, make sure to keep listening to this part two episode with Yana Elston, who is a beauty therapist, a teacher, an educator, and she has her Instagram and podcast available as well for you to see. And it's all at Yana Elston, J-A-N-A-E-L-S-T-O-N. I will have it all linked in the show notes for you, where you can also get your free little guide on the most basic skincare guide for you to know your essentials. Let's jump into it. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) you owned a business once. Yes, we did. Um, You and dad, did you own it together? Yes, yes. And, Um, And we had a business partner as well. So, um, after I graduated, I worked as a beauty therapist, worked in retail, then I um, finally was accepted in the college as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I taught there for about seven years. And, and um, like you said, I met Dad at the college. He was just finishing his course in beauty mm. therapy, and I was just starting as a teacher. So I knew him from, from, the, from the time I started teaching. Um, but we, we were not friends or anything like that. He was, um, um, I just sort of noticed that there's a boy in a class of 20. There is yeah. a guy, um, a guy, you know. Everyone thought he was gay back then. <laughs> well, that was my first question. And I'm um, so sorry. It is such a, a terrible assumption to make. No, but it was. But back in those days, yeah. you know, it was like, oh, I wonder, you know, why is he doing beauty therapy? You would. Yeah. And, yeah. and in fact, I taught several um, men in the beauty therapy courses that I did subsequently and none of them were gay yeah um so so that's interesting that people are attracted into the industry for all sorts of reasons of course dad as you know he was um went into because he was first in health and fitness he was a health Mm -hmm. instructor fitness instructor and then he wanted to expand he you know into waxing and massage and then he goes might as well do the whole thing so he did beauty therapy so that's that's where we originally met but we didn't actually start at see going out um, seeing each other until probably a couple of years later or a year mm. later or so a couple of years later I'd say. he pursued you <laughs> he did he did that's another <laughs> but, story that's a totally a different story so anyway um one of the challenges your dad had was then after he graduated is finding work in the industry unfortunately because it is uh, mostly a women's industry female mm. industry um uh, business owners were reluctant to hire a man to do beauty right. therapy, to do waxing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not sure whether the clients would take to a man. So mm-hmm. he, he just couldn't find any work because he was a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so he decided, well, if you can't, what's that saying? If you can't um, win them, join them or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a saying. Anyway, um, he just said, well, if I can't get a job, I'll make my own job. So mm-hmm. decided to... to um, open up his own salon and there was you know by then we were already going out so um, so we, we had our own business we had a business partner as well um, so the, the two of them worked full-time in it I worked part-time while I was teaching and then I worked part-time in the salon as well um, and yeah that that was a, a big learning experience because then you look at beauty therapy from a dis- different perspective you're not mm. just a therapist now you're a business owner as well so you have to think about employing people 
protecting those people, you know, um, t- teaching them, training them, making sure they have a job, mm-hmm. uh, supporting them, then looking after your clients, building up our clients and, and all the things that come along with it. So, so there was, um, um, but the perks, there are, there are different, there's lots of challenges of having your own business because essentially you're creating a job for yourself, which is a 24 hours, seven days a week. Yeah. Um, you don't, you, you can't just decide I'm going on a holiday for a month, I'm going to take a month off. Because you as a business owner, if you're not in it, you're not earning money. Yeah. Especially if you're a hands-on therapist, there's no income coming in. So there is a lot of things you have to do in preparation for that. So so there is some downsides, the stress, the hours, um, uh, staff, having issues with staff, you know, people uh, come and go or mm. don't turn up, you know, I've got a hangover, I can't come to work. Yeah. Yeah, I've got period pain, I can't come to work. You know, things like that. Um, and then, you know, you've got a 40-day book client, so you call clients, sorry, we've got to reschedule appointments, clients get upset, and, and so you've got to mm. deal with all that. So that that's downside. The upside is um, the perks of the jobs, the travel. Mm. So we used to travel to go and look at other spas because we, we were really trying to model our business um, and take it to the next level. Mm. So we went and, and did research, um, and, and that included travel, travel to uh, events and training and... Um, uh, expos and things like that. so I love travel so so that was the the perk mm. um, if we had uh, because there were three business partners so there was my husband the partner and myself then we would have um, uh, the general managers meeting once or twice a year so mm. we would go away somewhere and 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 you know go go into a nice sort of um, country resort or something like that and and so that was fun mm-hmm. you know just so so they, they were the perks and the perks of course uh, we were we were um very quickly number one um salons for uh, mm-hmm. within sydney so we had that prestige that goes with it and the recognition the awards we had so many awards that we won so that was fun lots of parties <laughs> so so it can be a lots of fun being a, a salon owner as in uh the, the perks um building your own client base and, and having these loyal, beautiful clients that you, you know, you love and they love you right back. Mm. So, yeah, but, but it was challenging. Um, and um, I said I enjoyed travel, but was, I used to work for a pharmaceutical company when I had a bit of a break from beauty industry and I used to love traveling around Australia. Mm. Um, and in this case, I was in pharmaceutical, so I was training uh, pharmacy assistants on drugs and medicines and so on. So, mm. so, so I... I I would say that that was another memorable part of my career as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, and then the business <coughs> you ended up closing it when Peter was born. Before, so we decided to sell the business in two thousand. Two thousand mm-hmm. was when we Sydney had the Olympics here. Um, so the economy was absolutely booming. There, mm. were, there was lots of construction and building of the Olympic Park and, and businesses were just booming everywhere. And uh, it was a great time to get into the industry if you wanted to own a beauty salon. So mm. we had lots of people walk through the door making us offers on the business. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, you know, they just wanted to buy the business because we were really successful, mm. well-known business. Uh, we had two two salons, actually. Um and, and, you know, first few we said no. And then I said to your dad, I said, look, you know, we're ready to start a family, you know, mm-hmm. why don't we sell the business? We could always start up again somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and so, so that's what we did. We decided to sell so that we could start a family because it's, 
um, it, it is very hard for a woman to work full time while mm. she has a baby. I mean, all mothers can relate to this. Mm. It's and but it's doubly hard when you have your own business. So, um, I really appreciate those amazing women who have their own business mm. and bring up a family. Um, it's juggling all those balls is is um, really challenging. Mm. So. Yeah, Very but we, we made the decision to have a break um, and really focus on the family and um, we purchased our first home because I, I said, you know, I can't have a baby without <laughs> having a nest. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make, we, we had to make a nest. Um, and we moved to a different part of Sydney to be closer to family. So I wanted mm. to prepare for that so that when I did go back to work, um, I planned to go back to work that, you know, I had, had the support, support of the family. And uh, and that worked out really well. Your grandmother was fantastic. She yeah. she was really helpful when um, when I went back to work and look, help look after you. Yeah. So well, Peter first. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, Peter yeah. first, and then you. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I think um, it, it's been a journey. It's been a ride. It's mm. been fun. Mm. Um, still learning every day, even today. Yeah. Um, and that's the, that's that's the fun bit, really. Mm. That's so good. I wanted to ask as well, because I want to pick your mind while you're here, mm-hmm. that what are the essentials to skincare? In your episode that we've recorded, so everyone listening can go over, mum really delved into why we should do skincare, which was absolutely awesome. So I wanted to ask you on here, like, what are those basics? So if someone was either like, just getting started out with skincare so they're very new they um or there's people who are i want to say they a lot of people that i've come across with that work they just say they're too busy mm. or their mm. brain is just so filled with things that they have to do that they feel like they don't have the space or the time yeah. to do um skincare or there's some people who just have financial issues and so they mm. feel like they can't afford like every single step in a routine because you know looking on tiktok <laughs> or youtube videos they'll say you know you need this step and then this step and then this step and then this in order to have glass skinned you know <laughs> so what would you actually say what are the essentials for people in those situations gotta go down to basics yeah um and and the essential basics and this is this is something we learned when I was a student in the beauty college and we had a dermatologist mm-hmm. come to do, give a talk to the students. And I, and I still remember this because um, it, it's been such a great lesson because it's something I've been able to pass on over the years to, to my clients. So start with the basics and keep it simple. There is You don't have to use 12 products. Yeah. Um, you, you can just start with the basics and then see how it goes. And then you may tweak your skincare routine right and Mm -hmm. add elements to it if you need to so um the the basics uh as the dermatologist taught us was you've got to cleanse your skin every day Mm -hmm. and you not just once a day twice a day yeah all right you've got to clean your skin in the morning and then clean your skin at night so we understand why we clean our skin at night at night we we remove makeup but even mm. if you're not wearing makeup, you're mm. removing the dirt, the grind, the pollution. Yeah. Sunscreen. <laughs> and sunscreen, obviously. Hopefully, yeah. everyone. Yes. <laughs> and, and look, I've, I've dealt with clients who say, oh, I don't wear makeup, I don't need to clean my skin. And I yeah. say, come over here. <laughs> yeah. And I, all I do is pour a toner on a cotton pad and I wipe it over the face and then I show it to them. And the yeah. pad is black, like yeah. grey, brown, whatever. I go, mm. 
where they go come from? I said, that's the dust, the pollution. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your skin produces oil, or if you're wearing moisturizer, sunscreen, mm. the dust, the pollution sticks to it, right? Exactly. That's why we wear moisturizer, sunscreen, is because mm. it protects our skin. It's like a barrier. Yeah. Um, but that sticks on your skin now. You're going to go to bed with a dirty face. Yeah. Um, and the so you, sunscreen as well, what I've heard, because sunscreens typically are pretty thick, especially when you're meant to be reapplying it throughout the day you'll add up a layer so that in turn will clog your pores you won't be able to breathe and it won't be able to go through that process when you're sleeping of you know fully being able to you know rejuvenate itself and whatnot yeah so um the good thing is with skincare today most of it is non-comedogenic the the Mm. formulas have improved since my days when i first started as a beauty therapist (laughs) um and they're pretty good and even sunscreens you can get that are fairly light now Mm. but so, so I wouldn't say that it's a skincare unless you're using something really cheap, um, yeah. poor quality. Um, sunscreen or moisturizers or even makeup, they don't generally clog the pores. But the stuff that sits on top, yeah. the dirt, the makeup, uh, the pollution, whatever, uh, sorry, the, the, the pollution, the, um, the grime, the, the oils, mm. that can clog the pores overnight. And, right. and your skin's just not... Okay, your skin doesn't breathe as such, but it does expel waste and does uh, absorb some oxygen through the skin as well. So you, you need to be able to have a fresh skin so at night. Mm. So we know why we need to remove, to cleanse our skin at night. But the other importance is when you're cleansing at night, you're preparing your skin for the treatment overnight. Yeah. So you, you're creating a base, you're creating a foundation, a clean foundation where you're your serum if you use it and your moisturizer go over the top mm. now i will stick with just the moisturizer because um, uh, um at this point because that's your essential basic one of the yeah. essential basics I moisturizers agree. you don't need to worry about serums if you're going just for the basics if you're going for cleanse, the basics moisturize that's the two things we have so far yeah well i've got um actually after cleansing toning yeah um, oh, really you you, you i, consider, I that consider it essential and i'll tell you why um Toners have, again, evolved a lot today. Um, mm. Nothing like 1006 that I used to yeah. <laughs> 30 yeah. years ago, which was alcohol-based. And, and originally, toners were alcohol-based because the cleansers they were using were really rich and buttery and oily to remove makeup. And then they used an alcohol toner to strip all that butter and, and oil off the skin. Yeah. Um, whereas today they recognize alcohol is not necessarily a good thing, especially in high percentages. Sometimes it's low in pos- used in low percentages in, in a formula to keep it stable and, and, and so on. But um, toners today, I would call them more like a skin tonic mm-hmm. or a diluted serum. Mm-hmm. Or you probably have seen some products called the Essence. Yeah right yeah. so that that's like an evolution of a toner really it's something you ah. spritz on your skin it's something you probably dab on your skin with your fingertips mm-hmm. or use you know, the traditional way you put in a cotton pan and wipe mm-hmm. over now the reason i like to use a toner can i guess yeah is it something that it helps it penetrate deeper or something yes <laughs> yeah do i get a prize oh, very good yeah gold star there you go <laughs> um the, the reason you want to use a, a, a toner or a, a, I call them lotion, the, the brand I work with, um, yeah. um, we call it lotion. Mm. The reason we use it, number one, it hydrates the skin. Yeah. So we want to create a nice hydrating environment because your skin will absorb products much better then. So mm. it is a prep for product absorption. So if you're going to be investing your money mm-hmm. in yourself in a good moisturizer or a serum if you use mm-hmm. it, then you want it to penetrate. You don't want it sitting on the top right so that's why you should and and look anybody who's still on the fence about this i would say give it a go 
give it a try for a week. Use a lotion or a toner after your cleansing and observe what happens, right? So the first thing you observe is, oh, I don't have to use as much moisturizer. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go through my moisturizer less quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my skin is more hydrated. Mm-hmm. Oh, my skin is glowing or whatever. So mm-hmm. you will actually see a difference. I'm grinning right now because I remember back when I was like 12, and like I said, I started getting really cystic hormonal acne and you ended up giving, I remember we just called it the green toner. Yes. I have no idea what it is, but I called it a green toner. Yes. And you was like, okay, just in the morning and at night, like after you've cleansed your skin, just get a cotton pad and kind of soak it with this toner and wipe it all over your face. And then, you know, following the other steps that I yes. had. And oh my God, like. I would swear if I could because Mm -hmm. I remember how much of a difference that little step made. I remember coming to you, like, even just the redness, the actual pigmentation of my skin started to relax and Mm. started to even out. And so it is crazy how much that... Yeah, that particular toner you were using was uh, was specifically for inflamed skin, red skin, hot skin, uh, lots of dilated capillaries, and it was designed, it had ingredients to help to reduce the capillaries and the redness in the skin very quickly. Mm. I've even used it on you guys when you came home from school with a sunburn. So we would put that on the skin to help to relieve the redness. We'd pat it on the skin. And then, of course, Mm. I would go out in the garden and cut the aloe vera plant out (laughs) and and used to put the aloe vera gel on too. But but that thing was really calming and soothing. So so that's why I would use it. So step one, your essential basic is a cleanser. Mm -hmm. Step two, invest in a good hydrating um, toner. Or if you've got redness, a toner that reduces redness. If you've got pigmentation, a toner mm. that treats pigmentation. Mm. It's like a diluted serum, mm. right? If you find a good quality professional one, you're going to get good results. Mm. The third step in essential daily skincare is a moisturizer. Yeah. You you can only ha- you can just have one. That's fine. You can use one in the morning. Uh, that same one in the morning and at night. Yeah. Now the function of a moisturizer is to make sure that you. Uh, protect your skin from the elements and protect your skin from losing moisture. Mm-hmm. So moisturizers as such don't necessarily infuse moisture into the skin. So that's what a toner does. Toner hydrates the skin wow. instantly, right? Moisturizers can have ingredients like hyaluronic acid that help to hydrate the skin on the surface. Yeah. Um, they create like a pool of water on the surface so the cells can draw that moisture from the moisturizer. But most importantly, what makes a moisturizer different from a serum uh, because serums can hydrate. Yeah. Moisturizers, they have ingredients in it that seal it in. I was going to say. I should have guessed. I saw my mouth opening up. I'm like flopping yeah. like a fish. So and they then, seal the yeah. moisture in and moisture protect your skin. So they yeah. protect the skin from losing too much moisture. Because one of the first signs of an unhealthy skin is dehydration. Yeah. Right? Uh, a hydrated okay. skin is a glowing skin. Right? Mm. So... Uh, keep your skin moisturized. And number four, the thing that our, our dermat- and dermatologist, uh, I, I remember about the toner because he told us about that. <laughs> um, and, the, and the number four essential basic for daily skincare would be your sunscreen. Yeah. Um, say louder. And it's, and it's not just here in Australia for any of our international listeners. It's not just Australia. It's worldwide. Whether you live um, in a cold climate or a hot climate or whether it's summer, winter, or mm. it's... Um, Closer to the sun or not. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, exactly. Or whether yeah. it's cloudy outside. I've seen people get burnt on a cloudy day. Yes, that's a big thing. I remember I um, Mecca is such a lovely company because 
there's so much educational knowledge that they feed you like there's all of these courses that they get you to take um or that you can take on your own will that you, mm. you can choose to take them and educate yourself and there was a course we had to do leading up to summer all about um sunscreen yeah and i came to you i was like mom guess what i learned and um you know because it, it reinforces the knowledge and stuff yeah. and i remember talking to you about how it is so crazy people don't think like if I'm just like even walking to my mailbox on a on a day and you know getting the mail out or you know I've gone to the shops I've driven to the shops and I'm walking across the car car park you know into the shopping center you can get damage from those little moments even if you're out for a second it's not like when you drop food on the floor and you're like oh three second rule it's not like that with the sun yeah absolutely two rules we learned in college number one rule is sun damage is cumulative it accumulates yeah so even if you the type of person says i'll never go out in the sun you drive to the school or shops Mm. you hang out the washing you take the garbage out or whatever Mm -hmm. you you walk the dogs right but even if you don't do those you you have those incidental times that accumulate a week so it'll be 20 minutes here 20 minutes there Mm -hmm. at the end of the week you could have three or four hours of exposed sun um that accumulated all the week and Mm. that can lead to sun damage so Mm. so sun damage can be cumulative so that's why you need Mm. to apply your sunscreen every day can i ask as well because i if i remember correctly you can also get sun damage of course like if you work at an office all day but if sun is coming through the window or i've also heard about lights like actual some some light uv yeah so that's right uv as well they're not as strong as the sun but if you're sitting in an office for eight hours at a time yeah and you've got the diffused uv light coming through it can result in things like pigmentation Mm. uh, down the track see when you're sitting in front of the window Mm -hmm. uva penetrates even through the car when you're driving uva which is one of the types of rays a stands for aging yeah um that penetrates through the glass yeah and the uva is the ray that gets deep into the skin it breaks down collagen elastin and then you just end up with um, uh, more uh, premature aging or it can contribute that pigmentation yeah. and even rosacea it, it, you it, lots of lots of sun damage can contribute to breakdown of capillaries mm. and rosacea so does uvb stand for burning yes yeah <laughs> i was gonna say because um again another thing i learned where they were like when you're looking for a sunscreen try to look for a broad spectrum sunscreen yes. because they will say like when it's broad spectrum it's good for both uva and uvb absolutely and infrared as yes, well so infrared true. is the heat you feel on your skin mm-hmm. when when the when the sun's out and you feel it on your skin clouds can block some of that out so then on a cloudy day you don't feel the heat on your skin but the uva still penetrates Mm -hmm. and so the uvb can also penetrate as Mm. well so uvb stands for the burning rays and they they, these penetrate more on the surface and they cause that um pigmentation to form and 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 the burning sensation um uh, the burning when you get a sunburn the burn the the redness afterwards that you can get and (laughs) blistering yeah Um, and the uva go uh, deeper and they can um now both rays can result in skin cancers yeah right and so you've got to be careful and have that like you said broad spectrum sunscreen um and and reapply so so the four essentials the cleanser toner moisturizer sunscreen i'll come back to the cleanser very quickly because we talked about night why it's important but one biggest mistake a lot of people and i still get it today Mm, they don't cleanse cleanse in the morning morning. yes (sighs) 
Okay. <laughs> so, in the morning, the why do you need to? Because a lot of people just splash water. Yes. There's two things yeah. wrong with that. Um, water doesn't have anything in it to dissolve oil, yes. right? It doesn't actually remove impurities. Mm-hmm. Um, that is why water can't dissolve waterproof uh, mascara. I'm trying to make a link here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. think about yeah, it like your skin. <laughs> waterproof mascara and makeup is based on oils that stay yeah. put. Like our face. If water comes on the face if you it's raining or you're crying right yeah you're crying <laughs> uh well that's why you want to wear waterproof mascara on your wedding day. raining from your eyes <laughs> um so in the morning you you you, you need to uh cleanse the skin uh, because overnight as you sleep your skin comes alive right um your skin um receives the highest amount of blood Re- it's redirected to the skin as you sleep between the hours of 11 p.m. and 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when your the metabolic activity becomes most active in your skin mm-hmm. and your skin goes into a repair mode. Yeah. So the cells, um, white blood cells come in, the phagocytes, they, they take away all the rubbish. Then you have the blood bringing nutrients, the vitamins and oxygen to the skin to repair itself. A repair from the damage is sustained during the day. So during yeah. the day, your skin is kind of asleep. Yeah. So all we need is protection, like moisturizer, sunscreen. Yeah. But during night is when we want to use active ingredients, right? Yeah. That's when if you've got pigmentation, acne, and things like that, you can do spot treatments. Mm-hmm. And you want to put these active ingredients on the skin. Now, in the morning, you want to cleanse for two reasons. Number one, you want to remove some of those active ingredients from your skin because they yes. can photosynthesize your skin during the day. So you shouldn't be wearing things like glycolics or retinols yeah. during the day. Number two, your skin is expelling did waste. You, sorry, did you say they photosynthesize? Photosynthesize? No, photosensitize. Oh. Sorry, it could have been my Czechoslovakian accent. Yeah, I thought you said photos like synthesis, and I'm like, like my brain is. Oh, let's see. We're gonna turn green. Yeah, I was like, wait. Uh, no, okay, okay, uh, gotcha. Photosensitize. So yeah, yeah. so glycolic retinols you can't wear during the day. So yeah. you want to remove that from your face uh, yeah. before you go out. And number two, your skin is expo- expelling waste mm-hmm. onto the surface, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and did you know that our sweat, so you can mm-hmm. sweat during that because part of the metabolic activity is skin heats up, so there yeah. is, can be some sweating as well. Um, and this part of the sweat contains uh, an ingredient called urea. Now, urea is the main ingredient in urine. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I sometimes explain this to clients and they just go the same thing. Like, what? I've I said, never heard Yes, that. you're walking around literally with urine on your face all day if you don't wash it properly. Well, I need to tell that to my clients. So, I know. so um, next time you kiss somebody on the cheek, you're going to wonder, have they washed their face this oh morning? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, um, you, you want to remove those metabolic waste from your skin and then thirdly, you want to prep your skin. Prep your skin for the moisturizer, the serum, and the sunscreen so it sits on better. And of course, makeup. Yeah. Your makeup will never sit right if you haven't prepped your skin firstly. Mm-hmm. And, and the prepping is the cleansing. So just splashing water is not enough on the face. You've got to cleanse it properly and balance the skin properly. Yeah. So those are the essentials of skincare. And look, mm. I've got a lot more that I have lots more tips. We yeah. have barely touched the surface here today because we have a yeah. short time. Um, so I've created um, a free download for, for our listeners. You can go to my website, yanaelston.com, or go to my Instagram at yanaelston. So that's J-A-N-A-E-L-S-T-O-N. So that's my name. 
uh, go to visit my Instagram, just DM me and I'll send you a link for the free download on on a skincare guide. It's called the skincare guide and it mm. takes you through your essential basics, what else you need to be mm. doing, why you should be looking after your skin and mm. I go dive deeper into it and, and that's a free download. Yeah, of course. And I'll put that in the description as well for this episode. Yeah, the link I'll in the Pop downloads. it on my Instagram yep. too, direct everyone to you. Awesome. But no, yeah, exactly. There's so much more you can learn. You can learn more about your own skin, how to like, you know, figure out what skin type do I have because those are the type of things mm. that people a lot of the time they you don't know it's not an easy thing again if you haven't been ever given the tools or the education Mm. to understand your own skin how can you learn so i know we're going to go into it in your episode as well everyone so if you want to dive deeper in my episode yeah talk more about it yeah Yeah. like if you want to understand again why should you do sounds I was going to say sunscreen. Why should you do sun care? Oh my God, skin care. Or, or, you know, what is my skin type? Things like that. How, how can you kind of self-shop for yourself? Yes. All of that will go more into depth in your episode. Um, but to wrap up our episode here, I wanted to go into a little bit about your passion and, you know, how is it to work with something so vulnerable as skin conditions and skin concerns and again like like we were talking about before people can come in very scared and I absolutely loved what you said that the biggest thing we can gain from them is their trust Mm. so what what is it like I just want to hear these parts from you because it just makes me so happy (laughs) well um well what, what gives me joy is really I love challenge I love a challenge and so if somebody comes in with a um particularly um, concerning skin condition that that you know makes them unhappy. They mm-hmm. they you know like acne or pigmentation. You know, see it on the face, they see it every day, and they wish it was gone. Right. Mm-hmm. So I love a challenge, and uh, that, and then uh, teaching people how to care for their skin on how to get a result mm-hmm. is what gives me energy. I don't know about you, but when you have a success mm. with somebody, oh, yeah. you know, and somebody's really happy with the results, you get really energized, right? Yeah. And when you're energized, that, that's joy, really. Yeah. That's that's pure joy. That's, you know, that's what we hear on. Yeah, we strive for. for. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say my, my superpower would be identifying what the problem is. So even if somebody mm-hmm. comes in and say, I, I want my skin to look better I'm just not quite sure where to start yeah right so I, I can I can have a look at the skin and, and and have a conversation with them and identify and pinpoint what the actual problem is oh right oh my god mum your tagline should be skin Sherlock <laughs> <laughs> oh the skin whisperer but somebody's already got that oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that so that's so identifying the problems and then finding the solutions that will give them a result right yeah. so and that takes like I said, trust. It takes a conversation. But it's not a one-sided conversation. It, it is, we're both working together, mm-hmm. okay? So we really engage together in tr- finding the solution and working on getting the result. Um, I love how um, beauty therapy, I love facials. Out of all the beauty therapy treatments we do, I actually absolutely adore doing facials. Yeah. I probably love them more doing than receiving yeah <laughs> because it is so relaxing both for for the client and me as a therapist yeah. and in fact as a therapist i have to relax in order to relax the client too of course it's, so it's kind of like 
Okay, I don't, I'm not trying to call people animals, but it's like when you, like, approach an animal, you know, a yes. horse or a dog, and they say, you know, they can kind of feel your anxiety. Yes. If you approach them anxiously, like, they're probably yes. going to be a bit or weary scared. at first. They can yeah, smell like, fear. Yeah. Exclamation marks. Exactly. So you want to relax so your clients can relax yes. as well. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. And the other thing I think that gives me joy is that um, people... people who have hope so if they if they have hope they are happier I think you know so if you hope for the future you've got something to hope for Mm -hmm. and I can give them that hope so uh, and and I'm always transparent realistic so if somebody comes in for example with acne scarring I'll tell them we can make it look better Mm. but um, there will always be a shadow of it there because there is only so much we can do with skin professional skin treatments and and mm. skincare and a- even if they went to a dermatologist and, and had a, a dermatological you know mm. surgery and treatment there might still be something there but mm. we can always make it look but better giving them right that, that realistic but giving hope realistic hope and and when people have hope like i've had many women come in and and I look at their skin and they've got mm. severe sun damage they've got capillaries everywhere they've got pigmentation aging and they're coming for a facial. I said, so what is it that you would like to focus on today? And I go, mm. oh, nothing. I'm just here to relax. I go, okay. And somehow we end up on the conversation about the skin, about the mm. sun damage. I go, oh, no, no, I've given up. There's nothing I can do. I go, mm. oh, no, there is always something you can do. Yeah. You know, technology has changed so much in the industry. And, and we were living really good times. We can have some really good results with skincare and, and professional treatment. So, mm. so the hope is a good thing. Um, and, and, um, I suppose how to, you know, we talked about that element of trust and how to build that trust is, um, and, and if anybody's thinking about being a beauty therapist, they think about, you know, or working in retail in the beauty industry, um, you, you, number one, um, number one skill you have to have is listening. Yeah. Being a good listener. Active listening. Active listening. That's Mm -hmm. right. And, and there is a whole lot of skill that goes into active listening yeah. um, because people are attracted to people who are good listeners yeah. and they tend to trust people who are good listeners as mm-hmm. well. So it's not about talking and bragging about your products or bragging about yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. That n- Nobody will be convinced or influenced by that. But people will trust people who will listen to them and get them for who they are yeah you know understand them as a person mm. and can relate to them then they can relate together and then that's that's basically how you build rapport mm. so exactly and i think what comes with that two things i was going to mention was first of all is being vulnerable yourself if they approach you with something and you're investigating you're trying to figure out how to help them but they have a question or they have an issue that you're like hmm i actually might need to double check this or do some investigating myself like be um open with that like be transparent like be transparent because at work there's so many times where because you know i'm only in training to become a skin specialist Mm. and so there's so many questions that people ask me and i'll go 
yeah I don't know mm. <laughs> you know yes. like either I don't know what product um mm. I could recommend you for what you're looking for because sometimes they're very specific you know mm. they want something that's clean that's vegan um that will do this for their skin yes. or someone's just looking for something that and they have a skin concern that I'm not mm. super um put up with or mm. you know maybe they have skin that hasn't been um trained with more I guess um what's it called like more like active ingredients yes. yeah so I need to actually recommend them something that that can introduce them to it yes you know so there's so prep, many prep, things we call it prepping the skin yeah you, you go dived in dive in with all the hardcore products exactly you know you you ease people into it that's the better way to do it it's yeah. better to go slower than fast and hard because with fast and hard you're going to get yeah side effects you're going to get sensitized and all of this and yeah yeah, and so i there's sometimes things like that where you know maybe i'll know a product that's good for people who are kind of already in the deep end they're ready to go for it but i don't know something to ease someone or vice versa so point being is there's so many times i have to go and i and i'll tell them i'll say hey i'm going to get a second opinion or i'm going to research what brands we have that have the mm. things you're looking for, et cetera, et cetera. And that transparency not only makes sure that I'm feeling good mm. and feeling sure and I can walk away confident with what I've recommended, mm. but they also can feel confident in me yeah. because unfortunately in the um, industry, there are people, and even like when I worked in a different retail store that were like freaking lollies <laughs> with my other, but someone will say, you know, what's the most sour lolly we have? And one of my coworkers will recommend something. And then they'll come back to me and I'll go, oh, you know, there was something that's more sour or whatever, whatever. And they go, oh, I was just not, but I wanted to give them the first thing. Like that was the only thing oh. I thought of, you know, like they don't, some people don't put in that extra effort to mm. investigate and to realize like, oh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, or so I think, yeah, like that's just one of the biggest passions of mine is transparency. Yeah. And because I'm not a know-it-all. Mm. And I know you and I've talked about this because I've been a tutor as well for mm. a couple of years. And so I learned that as well with my students. Although they look up to me and, you know, we might have a math problem that I've come across and I've forgotten how to solve. Like I forgot the formula or whatever. And I have to be honest with them. And sometimes like at first it was really embarrassing. I was like, oh my God, I'm admitting to this like 11 year old that I can't solve their math problem. But in reality, it really built rapport. And it also, it just, yeah, it made us more relaxed. Yes. And yeah, it just made it an environment where we can learn together. And it's beautiful. You know what? It makes you a better tutor. Yeah. Um, As a teacher, and and I'm still teach today, my passion is education. Um, And I don't know everything. Yeah. (laughs) You you know, a person who says they know everything, well, um, yeah. It's not. It's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can know everything. So um, one of the lessons I was taught when I was learning how to be a teacher is that you will get questions from students that you can't answer. Yeah. And the best thing to do, say at that point, is, oh, I can't answer that right now. 
let me go and find out for you. Exactly. Right? It's the same thing in retail. If somebody comes in and they ask about an ingredient or a mm. product I'm not familiar with, mm. I don't know about that right now. Mm. I, I haven't worked with it. I'm, I'm honest. Mm. But let me find out, right? Mm. And mm. let me do that research for you. Yeah. And then that's trust building. Exactly. If, if you start to recommending something, um, they'll see right through it. Yeah. If you're not being <laughs> honest, they'll see right through it. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I only laugh there because sometimes I like I know a product but I forget the ingredients because again I'm still learning yeah. and so I'll be there I'm like oh the um there's an ingredient in here that's really good and I'm like I sound so dodgy right oh, now. You know, <laughs> oh no! So, you know, so my tip for that is go and get the product. Yeah, look at the box. Look at the box. <laughs> but, but don't just say oh let me look. You go let's have a look. But at the active ingredients yeah, in it, so yeah. you go. I'm going. I'm going. I'm actually showing you, right? Yeah. So you show me, but you're <laughs> doing a revision at the yeah, same time. Yeah, right? I did that with my students all the time. I'd be like, I'm looking at a question. Let's say trigonometry. Yeah. And I love trigonometry, but let's say I didn't know how to do a question, and I'd be, I'd be like, oh, so do you know the formula for Pythagoras theorem? And I'll go. No, not really. I go oh, okay. So let's look at it together. Yes. And so I'll get a video on YouTube, and then I'll and I'll be watching. I go, ah, oh, that's, that's how you right. do it. So then, <laughs> and then I pause it, and I go, okay. So did you understand what happened there? And then I can explain it as if I knew all along. Yeah. Well, you um, know, and you probably the memory was there in the back of your head. You just needed to bring it to the front. Yeah, and exactly. just having a little prompt. It's just just a prompt. Yeah. And if you don't like, uh, even the company I'm working with at the moment, uh, it took me six months to learn the whole range. Yeah, <laughs> I can appreciate Still, you. Six months. Six months to know it like inside out. Know top three ingredients for every product. Know the yeah. names of every product. Now you, I, I don't know the challenge you're going through. You, what is it like a hundred products that you know, hundred brands you have, and you got to know them all. Uh, yeah. That's a challenge. But so, but I had to within the first month of starting the work, yeah. I had to go out there and educate and train people. Yeah. So my workbook, my training <laughs> manual was my Bible, right? Yeah. I used to take it around with me all the time. And I, we would open it up and go through the notes together, together right? Yeah. And I would do that over and over and over. And, and then it just sort of stuck. solidified and, and mm. stuck in the head. Um, and, and if I, I, I go and see somebody and they said, oh, I've got rosacea, what would you recommend? Mm-hmm. Right, let's go and have a look. I've got, uh, as it happens, I've got the manual with me. Yeah. <laughs> let's and go and look at the recommendation for the <laughs> yeah. best products. You know, So the way you present it, you're not saying, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're saying, I can help you. Yeah, I can help exactly. you because I know we have something. Yeah, um, let's have a look. Right? Yeah, and so I think it's just my, the way you say it. Yeah, I think my biggest thing was that to get across. I guess because coming from someone like me, I don't know about you, um, but I can be a very highly anxious person, mm. and especially when it comes like socially. Mm. Um, so I would get really anxious, overthinking, being like, "Oh my god, they're gonna th- like I don't know. They probably don't trust me anymore. They probably, you know, they probably like like I just would yeah. think about how." they viewed me so I want to just say to anyone else who might feel that way is don't have shame for not knowing like don't let yourself feel that way or if you feel that way acknowledge it go hi I'm feeling shamed right now but that's okay like it's Mm. there's nothing to be ashamed about and I'm just learning um and gradually you'll learn to be okay with that and you you learn to be very charismatic about it that Mm. yeah like "Mm, actually I don't know Let's and, find and out there's together. no better way to to relieve tension is to have a laugh. Exactly. Right? Have a laugh about it, and uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know about that, but let's find out. You yeah, know? yeah. That's and, exactly and, you know, how you can I bring approach your own it. personality into it, and 
and like you said, be okay with it. Yeah, we're not not all of us are not know it alls, and 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 nobody likes a know it all anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so no, it's it's yeah. it's important to just trust yourself, trust the process, and use the tools for reference as you need it. And you know what? What it comes down to is, if it comes from the heart, That's you'll so be okay. True. Yeah, you'll be okay. Yeah, I love mm. that. Well, do you have any knowledge? that you wish more people knew about their skin or skincare routine or anything in the realm of this health journey? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> how many hours have you got left? <laughs> but let me, let me in just... In a short summary. Very, very short <laughs> summary because I know we're running out of time. Okay. Very short summary. If there was one thing I would like to make people be aware and and... Uh, even people, even people that I meet that look after their skin, you know, they've got all the products at home. They yeah. come for regular facials, uh, yet you know we're still fighting some skin conditions there. Mm-hmm. And if there is one thing I would like to tell you is, um, taking care of your skin is more than just skincare. Yeah, right? it is your lifestyle. It is what you eat. It is regular exercise. It is recreation. That mean you know have a play games and mm. and go and play sports and and or, or go surfing or go swimming something mm. uh, getting plenty of sleep is so important for yeah. skin and and managing your stress because we're dealing with a lot of stress induced skin conditions mm. these days too. and it's very autonomous I think that's something you've brought up to me before how every skin is so individual you know and it's the biggest organ of our body like Mm. if you think about it not everyone has the same like physical heart not everyone has the same physical liver like they all have their own conditions and stuff so I think Mm. that's also a really um special point to you know be empowered that your your skin is your own skin and you can find something for you so if you're trying something that your auntie gave you you know and they said this worked for me like you have to use and it's not working don't like don't feel this like discouraged because it just hasn't been for you that that is such a really important point you bring up because that's another lesson I try to teach my clients is that every skin is different Mm -hmm. Uh, we learned no two skins are alike everybody's individual what works for one person doesn't necessarily mean it'll work for you Mm. now but today we have influencers Mm -hmm. right where a lot of people like I used to I used to go to the dolly magazine (laughs) yeah right today we go on Instagram and watch influencers and they talk about the products that they're using the products are great for their skin Mm -hmm. but will it work for you not necessarily so take the advice with a grain of salt you know try the product first and I would say go talk to a skin specialist Mm -hmm. like you Mm -hmm. or beauty therapist like me Mm -hmm. if you want to get proper individual customized skincare advice otherwise you know an influencer is talking to the general public they could be talking to hundreds and thousands of if not millions of people right yeah so they're generalizing things yeah so it may not necessarily apply to you Mm. same thing talking to your friends you talk to like you said you know you'll talk to a friend and go oh Oh, I tried this new moisturizer. It's fantastic. You've got to put it on and you hate it. Yeah. Right? So just understand that there is a lot of skincare out there and mm. the reason it, and particularly the brand I work with, it's a big range because we understand every skin is individual and we yes. have to cherry pick, pick and 
pick and customize. We call mm-hmm. it um, bespoke skin solutions. I like that. I remember when I worked at a wedding salon, we had a bespoke range because you could like choose a bodice with a skirt and stuff. That's it. Right. Yeah. So bespoke means um, selecting um, tools or products. Like and, and making and making them for that individual person, yeah. Right? Like so making you, that routine, yeah, for that yeah, person, yeah, well, yeah. So, so that routine is just specifically for that person, yeah, to get the results because their skins are so different. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then probably my very last lesson before we finish is mm. that facials are great, mm-hmm. but it's not the not everything you need to get a result. Yeah. In fact. 80% of what we do every day for our skin is what gives you the result. Okay. Facials are fantastic at boosting it mm-hmm. and, and getting it over a hump, over a plateau, mm-hmm. or giving you a fantastic skin before a special occasion or relaxing or whatever. But it's what you do every single day that gives you the best results and more long-term results for the future as well. So really think about that skincare, wellness, um, looking after mm-hmm. yourself, nutrition, uh, exercise, relaxation, mm. meditation, mm. all those things you do will impact on your skin. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I like that. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your knowledge. Oh, it's been a buzz. We I feel can... energized after oh, me that. Too. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> you and I, we have such great conversations and, and we, you know, I come home on a buzz because I had a really fabulous, successful day helping somebody yeah. or you'll come home and you tell me your stories and we'll bounce. just, and then we bounce for a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and yeah, I hope that um, some of the insights we talked about here mm. help people. Mm. Um, I hope that um, you, you, you trust yourself, believe yeah. in yourself yeah um feel good about yourself because every person you are beautiful right you are beautiful and unique in your own way Mm. and you just you know if you want you don't have to but if you want you can find a way to enhance that if you want yeah make you feel better about yourself and internally make you feel better for doing something for yourself yeah exactly like i said so skincare is self-care you know beauty is self-care and ultimately self-care is loving yourself yeah right so so love yourself because you yeah. are beautiful and you're, and you're unique and you are loved. Mm, for sure. And if anyone out there is needing um, a helping hand for stepping into this world or need some directions or something, you're more than welcome to slide into my DMs or slide into my mom, Yana Elston, on Instagram at Yana Elston. <laughs> um, and, you know, feel free, ask us questions, tell us your stories. Like, mm. I'd, I'd love to hear. And as we mentioned couple times already if you want to hear more in depth on skincare as well and being in the industry go on to um yana's episode i feel so weird calling you yana um, <laughs> go, go to yana's episode as well that we recorded together um i'll have that linked in the description as well and yeah i hope you enjoyed thank you thank you this was real fun let's do it again let's do it again <laughs>